August 3rd, 2019. And we have a really, really great uh, podcast for you guys. Now, this time we brought in a very special guest. One of our best friends. He is from the Twisted Cape podcast. It is Mr. Michael Kleiber. Hey, guys. What's up? Uh, that intro is probably not necessary, but uh, but yeah, thanks. I mean, we're not going to fight anybody, right? No. no that's not what goes on down here? No. All right, cool. That was super necessary. <laughs> that was super necessary. All right, we have the normal crew with us. I mean, Anthony, Andy, going ahead and kicking this thing as normal. So, uh <clears throat> We're going to do this a little bit different than normal podcast. We're just going to jump straight into, as Andy keeps on calling it, the meat and potatoes of it. Straight into the content that we're promising everybody, you know? Yeah, so today's podcast is based on games that spawn movies. So, um, you're talking about uh, your Super Mario Brothers, Mortal Kombat, Resident Evil, Double Dragons. Um, Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Uh, Dragon Ball Z. Tomb Raider. Tomb Don't Raider. mention Dragon Ball Z. It was a terrible movie. I love that so movie, dude. Good for you. I hated it. Tekken was and another I one. I absolutely love the anime, but they just destroyed it. Sorry. World of Warcraft? Yeah, Warcraft was another one. It was interesting. My cousin didn't like that either. So we were talking about this last night at our podcast. Uh, there are a ton, a ton of movies that were translated into games, and we couldn't think of a good one. Like, one that was, like, universally good. We all enjoyed it. I mean, they're bad, but good. But not good, but good. That, that, makes, that, that actually makes a whole lot of sense. But like, it really does. That... that that kind of hits like every video game that was ever turned into a movie. That he nailed it, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Yeah, like critical acclaim wise, like none of yeah. them, none of them hit the mark. Yeah, the no. only way to really judge those is is judging them based on how close they followed the games. Because judging them just on um, as a movie, they're not gonna score that great. No. Yeah, they're and, not gonna score that great. And you're gonna find out a lot when it comes down to these three um, three movies that we went ahead and worked with to go ahead and talk about as as they were with the game. So we're gonna go through Mortal Kombat. Super Mario Brothers and Resident Evil. Like Wes said, we, we're lucky enough here to have to have Mike Clyburn from the the Twisted K podcast, and he's going to let you know where you can uh, reach out and and listen to them, and you know, get in touch with them. So you can find us on pretty much any streaming platform for a podcast. Uh, just search for the Twistcast. Um, if you don't do that, you can always find us at our website, thetwistedcave.com. We do a bunch of superhero satire. Plus, we also do. Um, opinion articles and comic book reviews and TV reviews and movie reviews, tons of that kind of stuff. Uh, we're on all our social handles are at the Twisted Cape. Uh, so Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, I believe our YouTube and Twitch channels are, are all at the Twisted Cape. Uh, so check it out. Enjoy that thing. All right. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, you guys definitely check it out. They are fantastic. I had the <clears throat> I had the benefit of going ahead and being part of their podcast one time, and it was absolutely fabulous cracked me up with these guys so uh let's go ahead and jump right into it all right so andy you had mortal kombat i did and i was super excited to take that i feel kind of bad because Don't anthony fuck won up anthony what never never that attaboy anthony won a mortal kombat first but i had already done a bunch of notes so, on it so quick side note really quick i texted him I was like oh dude i'll take mortal kombat he's like uh i literally have five pages of notes he's like you can have them i was like no i'm not gonna take your shit that's just not right that's not right at all yeah but i definitely uh, whooped it up though because i didn't have five but i figured if that was the number i went with you would back off um, <laughs> I did, bro. I saw five, backed off, and I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. Forget it. Yeah. That's a lot of work to make somebody redo. That's all. Yeah, yeah for sure. But uh, anyway, just a little background on the game first. Mortal Kombat released in 1992. I don't know if you remember Midway. Midway yeah. games Hell used yeah. to be a thing. Yeah. Um, if you've ever played you know, Pac-Man, Spy Hunter, Space Invaders, those, those were all... Midway was at the forefront for a while. Absolutely. Uh, I believe, uh, if I remember correctly, they got bought out, or they filed for bankruptcy in, I think, 2009. 
and they got bought out. I want to say by Warner Brothers. Yeah, well, Warner Brothers. <laughs> let me let me start over. Warner Brothers right now is the one who's actually taking uh, the lead on all of the Mortal Kombat games they have since I. So I remember they did ten. They're obviously doing. They did eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they've done the previous games as well. Um, it's it's Nether Realm Games, but I think it's part of WB as well. Okay, legit. Um, <clears throat> now, when that game came, sorry, real oh, quick. Okay. So, if you listen to our podcast, there's something that I frequently do, and it's DC fucks up again. <laughs> um, and that's it's generally that WB Movie Studio. Um, I think I trust their games division more than their movie studio. Their movie is, studio is straight trash, which dude. is saying something. Oh yeah, uh, but. You know, ho- hopefully that that all works out. Legit. <laughs> That's uh, I actually didn't know that. Are they that bad? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So when Mortal Kombat released, it released as a direct response to Street Fighter Two mm-hmm. and how that whole franchise was ascending. So that was their way of you know, I guess trying to steal because so, that that game trying was trying to battle Capcom. Yeah, yeah, but well, the thing is, that is game look was at the it now. Pen- yeah, that game was at the pinnacle of, of fighting games. Absolutely, when but, it first but came if you out. look at it now, Mortal Kombat's still relevant, right? Um, yeah. And as is Street Fighter, not to the well, same extent. Well, no, not, not to the really. same extent. If you look at Street Fighter, the biggest games that you're going to see Street Fighter in is like when they do the Marvel versus Capcom. Those games are always yeah. so much fun. I agree. Um, but again, that is me personally, and this is just my opinion. That's the only time you're going to see any relevance when it comes to Street Fighter characters. I mean, but it basically just, every time you see Street Fighter, it basically looks like a remaster. At, no, it's, that's all it ever is. Yeah. I think. I, I, that's I all really it ever seems it's just like. A, it's just like yeah. a remaster of a remaster. Yeah. Um. Uh, it yeah. sucks. Uh, anyone who's played Mortal Kombat uh, already knows how violent and gruesome it is. And uh, you know, for anyone that doesn't Whoopsie. know, that <laughs> you actually sounded just like it. That was crazy. <laughs> that was pretty damn good. That was I have my um, Do you guys have to put in the blood code back in the day? Yes. Oh, yeah. On OG? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I, right. had to, I had to like, like pick my spot so I didn't get in trouble for it. Because <laughs> like, it's bloody. These video games are too violent. Like yeah. 20 years later, there's like disembowelments and yeah, shit right. going no, on. Yeah, no, no, they're not too violent. I just yeah, ripped the man's... MK11 is on the, such a different level. I just ripped the man's <laughs> spinal cord out at eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> but um, to jump off of that, I might as well say it, it was actually the very first game to receive a mature rating. Yep. When, when the ESRB came that. in. There's actually a weird story about that because the ESRB started in 94. So technically, Doom was the first game after they after the ESRB started that gave them a mature rating, but then they went back and slapped it on Mortal Kombat. So technically, Mortal Kombat I- is the first game. It was also named the most controversial game in 1993. There was actually an award for that. Nice. Who cares? I mean, it was a great game. <laughs> there was. Nice. Um, it was it wasn't fu- if you you played it right. Oh yeah, I'm, I would hope so. Yeah, oh, it yeah. was it wasn't that different from Street Fighter. It was all they had the same scoring system, mini games. You remember Street Fighter kept beating the shit out of that car. Oh and yeah, and then yeah, Mortal yeah, Kombat yeah. had the test your might. I uh, love that. Something I something that you might not know that I actually didn't know. Mortal Kombat was actually the franchise that introduced juggling. Now yeah. you see it. You see it more in Tekken. Juggling is when you know how you see someone hit someone into the air. Oh yeah, and they yeah, 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 they yeah. never hit the ground. Yes, and you can finish the whole fight. Mortal Kombat start. They were the first game oh, to be able to do shit. that. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's I, mean, I know. I mean, I don't know if you have any notes or not. I know that I know they're one of the first games to go ahead and do like uh, the mocap. I mean, to have like to have the, the yeah game the game, yeah they like, did they were like, the f- like Sub Zero <laughs> Sonya everybody was it was just actual people going ahead and doing these real moves and they just kind of well, yeah. synced it all together. They they also used they were it, it was they didn't use cart like hand drawn animation they yes. were actual like photographs that so they used of to these the people. juggling right yeah 
we I realized I had never thought about it until right now. I used to do a scorpion all the time. Spear, get over here, uppercut. uppercut. And then yeah. spear, get over here, uppercut. And it was yeah, just like people uh pe- and you just be cheap as shit with that. Yeah, people would do it with Raiden too, where they would do oh, that yeah. thing where uh, they yeah. like oh, boy. dive at him and then you'd basically just pin him on the side, uppercuts, jump mm-hmm. kicks, stuff like that. And of course, game or movie, I I can argue that Mortal Kombat gave birth to arguably arguably the most famous phrase in the history of gaming being uh finish him. That's got it. I I can't think of a more iconic phrase in gamer movies. And finish him obviously applied to fatalities. That was one of the biggest differences between Mortal Kombat and other games. It's not sexual at all. <laughs> no, not not at all. Um fatalities were man, he just <laughs> he just he just fits right in, doesn't he? Yeah, he, he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Shit. I don't know why we didn't do this earlier. Uh, fatalities were they were special finishing moves executed against a beaten opponent, opponent, a beaten opponent to kill them in a gruesome fashion. I'm talking, rip their heart out, rip their spinal cords out. Anthony's played the, the I can only I can only imagine the better the graphics, the newer games that I haven't played, how ridiculous the fatalities probably are. One? I haven't played it yet though, but yes, <coughs> I do play it. Yo, I've watched the videos of the fatalities. Dude, they're, they're insane. They're oh absolutely crazy. Oh my god, it's incredible! Crazy. And every time they bring somebody new in, I'll I'll watch the IGN, um, you know, I mean, drops of what the fatalities are, and just watch all the new because they come in with like three or four different fatalities, right? Uh, usually more than one. I know. You, well, it's it's two. I know it's usually okay. two different ones. Isn't there isn't there generally like a friendship <clears throat> stuff like that still too? That I don't know. I know there used to be because didn't they have they had like weird fatalities where you could turn them into like a baby. And yeah, it was a babality. Yeah, babyality, and then animalities. Whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. But, yeah. but anyway, as- aside from all that, the characters I wanted to save to last because the characters in the first game are the exact same characters in the movie. You have Johnny Cage, Liu Kang, Sub Zero, Scorpion, who, as Mike said earlier, gave birth to "Get Over Here," which is also another thing that is synonymous with Mortal Kombat games. Yep. Uh, Raiden, Sonya Blade, and Kano. Uh, they were all playable, non-playable. You had Reptile, Goro, Shang Tsung. Um, and this is where the movie comes in. The movie came out three years later in 95. All those characters that I just said were in it. I can't believe it's that old. Yeah, that's re- it's pretty crazy because I definitely didn't see it when I was seven. I certainly didn't. I, so I may have. I might have, yeah. I, I know I didn't. Um, it I might have seen it when I was 10, yeah. I'm a little older than you guys, so I definitely saw it. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, mean, True I, that. I mean, I've seen it. True that. But I um, uh, the cast that had uh, Robin Shu, Lyndon Ashby, uh, Bridget Wilson, they played Liu Kang, Johnny Cage, and Sonya Blade. Uh, you should remember uh, if Bridget Wilson, who played Sonya Blade, she didn't come back in the second one yeah. because her career started to take off. She, if she was the teacher yes. in Billy Madison. Correct. Um, Fook. So really, fool. Really. <laughs> so hot. Want, Want to, to touch, touch the hiney? <laughs> yeah. Um. Now, the cool thing that I will say about this movie, and Mike touched on it earlier, these movies are all, in a way, they're all terrible. But what I can't hate on with Mortal Kombat is how close they followed the game. Yeah. Now, the game didn't really tell you, they didn't really give you, like, a story. They gave a backstory to all the characters, but they didn't really give you anything other than... A story movie. Go- than, right. than Goro's been the yeah. champ for, like, 500 years. But they right. didn't give anything to how we got there, anything like that. The story of the movie and the game is that there was a Shaolin tournament that was the most prestigious fighting tournament in the world. And it was interrupted one year by a sorcerer and a four-armed creature. 
Shang Tsung and, and, Goro. and Goro, who was half human, half dragon. Didn't realize he was half dragon. That's not what I would have called it. But that's that what they is, call it. That is called half dragon? That is called half dragon. I mean, yeah, okay. look at his face. And, yeah, Goro, okay. <laughs> Goro wins, becomes the champ for the next 500 years. Goro wins. And that was all part. He's basically Shang Tsung's puppet, basically. Oh, yeah. Shang Tsung is, is the main <laughs> antagonist in, in the first movie. And the way they set up the tournament is if now the, the realm that Shang Tsung uh, comes from is the Outworld. And if Outworld wins 10 tournaments in a row, they get to take control over, they call it the Earth realm. Oh, yeah. The Earth, right? Um, and, of course, just to, you know, set up the movie, Outworld won nine in a row. <laughs> One more. <laughs> they get to take everything out. So it's up to Johnny Cage, Liu Kang, and Sonya. Um who are all handpicked by Raiden, the god of thunder, who watches over the Earth realm, to go in, whoop ass, save the day, you know, that whole bit. Who was Raiden? Who played Raiden? Raiden it was like Ra- Christopher. Raiden in the first movie was Christopher Lambert. I thought so. Now they did recast him to I forget the guy's name. I think I have it in my notes. Is uh, uh James Remar or Raymar? I believe he's the guy that was in uh, oh, Too yeah. Fast, Too Furious, and wasn't he? Uh, wasn't he was in Dexter's one of the Transformers. Dad? I actually I don't know. I never watched Dexter. That, that I was don't you. Know. What? Your wife yeah. watched Dexter? Oh yeah, my wife loved Dexter, but I've never watched. Um. And the cool thing is, is that they each have the way they set it up. That I thought was cool is because they could have the fact that it was a game. Or yep, that's the guy. The f- is it? Oh, the fact that it was a movie based off a game. They really didn't have to go that in depth. They could have just left it at, you know, these people were picked by this person to go save the day. But the fact that they each had their own backstory and reason for being in the tournament, like Raiden was Liu Kang's mentor. Right. Right. So he was kind of handpicked, and Liu Kang had probably the the best reason for doing it. He wanted to restore balance to everything. Um, the most noble. Yeah, Johnny Cage was uh, a movie star. He was a, he was a martial arts he was a martial arts um, movie star, but he wanted to prove that he could actually he was he was, he was actually a he good was fighter. really he, about it. Right. He was, he was really a fighter. A, he was really about that life. Uh, Claude Van Damme. He was like that. Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Yeah. And he wanted to prove that yeah, it wasn't he, just yeah, Jean, yeah. sorry, I couldn't remember his first fucking He's a name. Yeah, that it wasn't just, you know, special well, effects yeah. special effects and whatnot. That he, he was really about that life. Uh, Sonia was a lieutenant uh, in the special forces. Yeah, spec up. Yeah, and she was going after Kano, who was another character that's in uh, in that movie. He was like, yep. um, he was basically like the the leader of one of the most dangerous crime cartels. Mm-hmm. And his he was only traveling to the tournament because supposedly Shang Tsung's palace, the walls were made of gold, so he was going to loot the whole thing. That's it, man. She was going after him. It's not a bad deal. No, hey, hell no. If that if that's your life, man, if, that's you're, your life. if you're a baddie and you're you're doing something, yeah. I'm gonna hey, I'm gonna go out yeah. on top. If Yo, it, live it, man. Yeah, if that's your life, that's your life, that's for sure. But as she was going after him, her entire team got captured on the way over. So her whole reasoning for doing the tournament was to save her squad. So it's kind of cool that they all had their and all the baddies that are in it. Sub Zero, Scorpion. I don't remember what their backstory was. I know they didn't like each other. I think. Scorp- I think it was clan. I think Sub Zero. I think Sub Zero. But Sub Zero also so killed Scorpion's family, or is it the other way around? So Sub Zero and um, Scorpion. They're uh, same clan but rival clan. Uh, they were orig- so if you go way back and they're they're two were in the original clan together. Scorpion split from where um, uh, Sub Zero is, and then Sub Zero ended up killing Scorpion's brother, and then Scorpion from there, and then it was just a whole shit show. And that was a loud noise, and I'm sorry. But yeah, so now that that movie, I scored to myself. I gave. Mike would probably tell me I'm crazy for this, but I gave the movie itself 
If it's more than a five, I'm jumping over this freaking table. Well, it's more than out a five. It's more than a five because I use letters. Um, <laughs> but a five out of ten, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I I gave it a, I gave it a B minus. Oh, oh we're oh, we're using I letters. Gave, yeah, yeah. I g- I oh gave it a God, B minus. Yeah. I gave it a B minus as a movie just because I thought they did more than they had to do. Man, you crazy? Uh, you're probably right. <laughs> you're probably right. Obviously, this is all in my own opinion. But what I of don't course. what I don't think can be argued with is I also gave it. A comparative grade as as far as how it followed the games, and that I gave an A plus because they did everything. Yeah, I by mean, the letter as it was supposed yeah, to. Yeah, and when you hear yeah. about some of the other all stuff the backstories, all the backstories were the same. Now there was also a sequel that I didn't talk about too much. It got a two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. We'll right. just leave it there. Yeah, so Annihilation. Yeah, Mortal Kombat Annihilation came out in '97, and sorry. it was basically the whole point. The whole reason there's really not a point to bring it up is because it's essentially the same story. With a different antagonist. Yep. Shang Tsung was basically, in the first one, he was like the right-hand man of Shao Kahn, who was the real leader of the Outworld. Correct. So in the second one, after Shang Tsung's obviously failed attempt at taking over, Shao Kahn reopens the tournament, and the same shit happens. So basically the same shit. You can imagine yeah, how it ends. It, it sucked a little bit, because like, the first one, I really did it. The first one I enjoyed. I thought Me it was, too. I thought it was oh badass. Yeah. But, I was like, holy oh yeah. shit, Mortal but, but, Kombat, I'm going to love this. But, but by the second, you didn't see anything new. It was exactly. all the same shit you that wowed you in the first shit, one. You saw the, the same graphics, shit from the first I mean, one. Yeah, the no, CG no, no. The, it was a little bit better in the second one, but the thing is, is the cast. The, the cast. You only had a few years difference of the CGI. Yeah, I mean, doesn't matter. You know, we're trying to work with the CGI, the, dude. I mean, like, the, the I mean, cast you're not going to get anything better. The cast is. Yeah, they did, they me. did cast the change, like or the the cast did change. Like I said, Bridget Wilson. I guess she was having her own success with other movies, so they yeah, replaced absolutely. her with someone else. They replaced Raiden. They did add in others, so you got to see Jax, who yep. was uh, Sonya's partner. Yep. You got to see other people like, um, and he gets his metal arms and all that type of yeah, shit. Yeah, you got yeah. to see like Cyrax and I think Ermac, I think is his name. He's the red one, right? No, Sector is the red one. Was Reptile in the second one? Yes, yes. I don't. Rem- I, I like literally yeah. never watched that yeah. one. Reptile yeah, he was like, because he, wasn't I saw the first one. I was like, you know what? I'm good. Yeah, he was a yeah. he was a bipedal reptile like lizard thing. It was really weird. Now, what I am excited for that I didn't even realize was that there is a remi- uh, remake set to hit theaters. <laughs> remix? A remix. There's a remix coming. There's a remix. There's a remake set to... Um, remix! Yeah. <laughs> March 5th of 2021. There'll be... A, so, it's a long ways away, but... So, interestingly, I think that might be going up against a Marvel movie. I just... Well, they will bu- lose. I just did a rundown... <laughs> they will last lose. ...last night of a bunch of the dates, and I'm pretty sure that's that's either right up against one or damn close to one. That's, that's not going to go well for them. That is no, insanely they, no, ballsy. You're no, right. they will lose. They will have their... Their hardcore fan base that loves Mortal Kombat. Yeah, no, that'll be because the bulk of their sales. I no, even at that. I mean, look, we. I will just for the sole purpose of this. You mean of, of the podcast? You mean so that way I can go ahead and give it a grade. I will wait. I'll till see it. Comes it. Out. I'll see it. I may or may not see it illegally, but I'll see it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, that was it for the uh, the Mortal Kombat movies. Sweet, but, nice yeah. man. Very yeah. good. So, uh, next one we got is uh, Super Mario Brothers. I can take it from here. So, You're sorry, good. sir. Relax. All right. So, right now, I got. I, it looks like I got stuck with Super Mario because you heard it earlier. Mortal Kombat was what I wanted to do. Does anyone ever really get stuck? Stuck with Super Mario Brothers, though. Well, no, not really. But when you hear about the movie, yeah, the you're movie be like, maybe like, the like, game. Oh, no, yeah, you got stuck with. You got stuck but it's with another movie. one of those movies that's so bad it's good. Yeah, actually, I really, I actually highly enjoyed that movie when I was a kid. But I was also a kid. And now that now that I look back at it, if I watch it again, my daughter, my daughter, my <laughs> hello guys, my daughter. No, what just happened to you? What happened? I uh, swallowed my tongue. Yeah, that's about it. My daughter lovely. will absolutely probably uh, love the movie. Um, yeah, but aside I mean, from that, they lost me at Goombas playing harmonicas. But <laughs> carry on. 
shit, yeah. All right, so the movie I got, the movie and game that I got is Super Mario Brothers. Uh, the game itself was relief, released. I can never talk. Different. No- I, 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 I have an issue. So the game was released in 1985. Um, oh, I should have taken a picture of that. That's cute, you guys. Uh, it was developed, developed and published by Nintendo. Uh, a lot of the other games we have talked about in previous episodes of the podcast, the games that we, uh, we loved playing growing up, and our, I actually think it was in our first podcast, but a lot of the games you're going to see from Nintendo is Legend of Zelda, Metroid, Star Fox, uh, Kirby, F-Zero, and obviously all the other Mario games themselves. Yep. <clears throat> uh, so a little backstory for the game itself is uh, it's said in the Mushroom Kingdom, which was invaded by the Koopa, they used magic to transform mushroom people into inanimate objects. I'm getting getting sidetracked looking at these guys. Uh, Mario and Luigi were set to save Princess Peach, or sorry, uh, Princess Toadstool from King Koopa, who is Bowser. There you go. Uh, Stan- standard for Mario games, you know? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's going to be s- the same basically all, all across the series. Uh, maybe locations and, and obstacles that you have to run through are going to change, but aside from that, it's going to be the same. Yeah. I'm still talking to myself. Hi, guys. How you doing? What's there's up, no, bro? There's no feedback on nothing. Nothing. No, I thought you were going to keep going. So yeah, I that's mean, why I, I didn't I say anything. I felt bad. <laughs> No, nah, no, nah, feedback's good, right? We're just letting you talk, bro. I don't like to hear myself talk. You know this. Well, no, nah, because, like, so I'm on the on the Nintendo Switch. I'm still, I'm on the uh, the NES, you know I mean, emulator that it has on there. Okay. Oh, yeah. And I cannot stop playing Super Mario 3. Yes, I was waiting for you I, to, like, throw that in there. Dude, I played the game <laughs> so many fucking times, and I still cannot stop playing it. <laughs> it's like, when I'm, when I don't want to go ahead and deal with battling anything in, you know I mean, in, uh, in, like, Zelda or anything else like that, I'll just throw that on and just go ahead and because Elena my daughter will sit there and watch it and she'll just she'll just be completely just in capture. So here's a, here's a quick question I think for you. you meant darter? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Th- no it's it's darter. Dar- anyway. So <laughs> I do have a quick question for you though. So is that like when she when she evolves into start playing video games and stuff like that? Is that are you going to start her kind of like where you did almost like we kind of like how we did? I would like to. Actually, it's actually great that you brought that up. Uh, this week I've been thinking about it a lot. I'm gonna start my son on Pac-Man next week. That's Pac-Man. awesome! Like, he's, oh, like, dude, I'm gonna put the controller in his hand and be like, figure it out. Because he plays fun games already. I'm just like, nah, man, that ain't shit. Like, you gotta get it together. <laughs> That's parenting part, 101, part, by the way. Part of me hopes you said it to him exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I agree. Nah, 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 that ain't shit. Come here. <laughs> Come here. Holy shit. Hearing him repeat real that shit would be the funniest thing. Yeah, see, that's the problem because he will repeat it. Oh, and, yeah. And daddy don't play that. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, so let's reel it back in really quick. So we're going to get into the characters of the game itself. They haven't really changed over the years. The main characters for Super Mario Brothers is Mario and Luigi, uh, Princess Toadstool, Toad, King Koopa, which is Bowser. Now, there's a ton of other uh Characters obviously that add to the game. Are, are you going to explain the last names that you blew my mind with earlier? King Koopa, Bowser. What? No, Ma- the Mario Brothers. I oh, love that. that. So I will, I will. But that's that's going to be that's, that's going to be under the actual movie section of it. And that'll that's that'll fun get fact. into that is a it fun is. fact. And that's going to be the comparison between the game and the movie. And we'll we'll get into that absolutely. I was also thinking I might send my sons to Halloween this year as Mario and Luigi. Like they're probably in a tandem costume this year, and it's it, it might actually be. I mean, I mean, Andy and I did that one year. I was Mario, and he was Luigi. It was perfect. Yeah, we actually uh, we reused that costume a couple times. Yeah, yep, we have, we have, we have. We'll, we'll wait like four years and then do it again. I got nothing to worry about. My daughter wants to be a pumpkin, so you can be a big pumpkin. She, dude, she has said it like eighty times. Like, she is so excited for Halloween. She's your wants daughter to be a pumpkin. is in what you put her in. That's also true. 
That's also true. Better calm down with that squeak, son. Hashtag facts. <laughs> As he's over here rubbing his throat. Don't mean shit. Still gonna get another one today. <laughs> all right. So the other characters that are involved in the game, uh, which which add a lot to the game itself, they're all baddies. Um, is Blooper or or Bloober? There's two names for him. It seems like they. It seems like when uh, well, I did a little bit of the research. It was poorly like, written. <laughs> yeah. No, really, because when they so it seems like when they first came out with the game uh, in '85, at least for for Super Mario Brothers, uh, the squid was Bloober, B-L-O-O-B-E-R. Uh, if you look into the newer games, it's now he's now called Blooper, and there's a whole diff- you know he, he, there's a whole bunch of different ones of him. Uh, same with most of these characters. You got Bullet Bill, Buzzy Beetle, Cheap Cheap, Hammer Brothers, or the Hammer Brother, uh, Piranha Plant, Koopa Troopa, Koopa Paratroopa, which is the flying one. Um, then you have uh, Lakitu, which is the one that flies around on the, uh, on the cloud, on the cloud, and he th- throwing shit and. He Thro- throws throwing spinies, so he throws spinies, but he actually throws spiny eggs that turn into spinies, and then you have that motherfucker. You had the little goomba. Everyone loves a goomba. Shut up. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Walk out the door. Just turn around now. <laughs> You're not welcome anymore. Yeah, no. Um, so that's that's basically it. That's the rundown for Super Mario Brothers for me for the game. Um, we're gonna dive into the movie though. Uh, it's Super Mario Brothers. That was released in 1993, which is right around the same time frame as the Mortal Kombat game, right before it. Uh, plot. Ready? So the plot is completely different. If you remember what I literally just said, it's not completely different. Characters are going to be a little bit different, but the plot is two Brooklyn plumbers, okay? Mario and Luigi, they travel to another dimension to rescue Princess from the evil dictator, King Koopa. Um, And that's to stop him from taking over the world. Um, What's up, face? You good? Uh... So I ran across this little fact when I was doing a little bit of research, and Mario and Luigi, right, they, they don't have last names. Um, per, the, the, per Nintendo, they, they never really decided to make or give Mario and Luigi last names. Yeah, well, you have to remember, when Mario first came out, he wasn't even called Mario. They call, he was called Jumpman. When he first came out, that's when, true. When it, when Donkey Kong got, re- <laughs> you got me wanting to sing this whole fucking <laughs> podcast so far. Uh, yeah, he was called Jumpman when when Donkey Kong came out. I do remember that. Um, so what the movie decided to do was give him last names. Anybody want to take a guess at what their names were? Mario. Yeah, actually, you're correct. I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Mario. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. So Mario. Brothers, Up until today, I had no clue. Yeah. So the Mario Brothers. If you if you remember the movie a little bit, when they're driving the van through New York, you can see on the side of the van it says, "The Mario Brothers Plumbers." Um. So Mario's name in the movie is Mario Mario, and Luigi is Luigi Mario. <laughs> right. So I I I'm, I love that. I, yeah. That's uh, incredible. But uh. So the cast is as follows. I have Mario as Bob Hoskins. Uh, Luigi was John Linguizamo. 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 I decided to add an A instead of an O. You know, fuck it. Uh, King Koopa was Dennis Hopper, and uh, Samantha Mathis played the princess. Now, here's here's another thing. The princess was not Princess Peach. She wasn't Peach until, like, N64, maybe? Correct. But she wasn't Princess Toadstool either. She was actually Daisy. She was actually Princess she's the Daisy. One that, she's the one that you see in the games, I believe, that has like the yellow she's dress. The, she's got the yellow right? dress and the brown, and brown hair. hair. Correct. Which oh, is, yeah. You see her in the party I game. I did remember that. Which is actually – it's actually a completely different world. Uh, I forget. The, I think it's Sarah, Sarah Sa Land or something like that. I've, I've, I don't remember. I forget the name of the land that she's actually a part of. Um, and it's actually something I think I remember seeing somewhere 
in uh, in one of the research that I did uh, that Daisy is actually you know how like Princess Peach and Mario are hand in hand. The Princess Daisy is actually the one I think that is with Luigi. If Damn. I'm, if I'm correct, I'm not. Don't, don't hold me to it. Um, but I'm Mike, pretty sure he's kind of a goof, but I mean he's still scoring a princess. So big ups, Luigi. Look, yo, humor, man. I mean, it does it. We we all got married somehow, and we got princesses sitting at home. That's so true. I don't know how this happened. It was a little touch and go for a while, but I got there. <laughs> yeah, it took you fucking. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't know. Wes might have you beat in that one, because <laughs> true, you were you were engaged for forty seven years. So <laughs> by the time we got, I married, thought it was common law marriage at that point. <laughs> it basically was. It by the time was. I don't know, I don't know. We why. got engaged that year three. We didn't get married till year ten. Well, yeah, it's time. I, I ain't have no fucking money. You get engaged at year three, as in when you guys were dating. Yes. Like when you were living in the apartment. Yes. I think you guys forget too that Nina and I got engaged when I was like. 18 or 19. And we've been together since we were 18. Yeah, long haul this shit. Okay, so God there we go. It. So my thing is, is wait, hold cool. on. No, you're fine. There, Compared to y'all, I jumped the fucking gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. You. Compared to you, what the fuck did I do? Yep. You took <laughs> fucking forever to find the person who's been sitting in front of you for fucking six years. Hey, man, no regrets. Amen. Attaboy. You said regrets? Yeah, yep. I did. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's bring this back in. Wes, Wes, you're up, bud. Or unless unless you guys got anything else you want to well, about right, the movie, so, of course. So why don't so, you go ahead and give us a little bit on um on what you think of as a grade as opposed to the game as opposed well, to the well, movie. The, well, the game. So right now, still today, one of my favorite games, hands down. It's also one of the few games that sold 40, 40 million units hard copies, um, and it's still strong as one of the best. Actually, it could be slated as one of the best games ever created. No, that's my opinion, but still. I agree. Still could possibly be one of the, the best games ever created. And there is no, absolutely, basically, besides the fact you have Mario, Luigi, Princess, Bowser, there is no other actual connection to the to the game. Honestly, as no, because if it, well, because if you think about it, so you have you have the Mario Brothers who are, I mean, they're Mario Brothers, but they're from New York, right? So that's different. You have the princess who is actually not the one who's part of the game. She's actually Princess Daisy, who's completely different. Uh, you have. Uh, you did have at least some of the other characters the same. They you did feature Babam and they did. They, they did. They featured the Goomba. Some didn't look like how I pictured a Goomba, but they had a Goomba. That's, that's, well, he looks <laughs> like, a lot of Goombas. Well, he looks like my uncle Jim. So you're good. <laughs> can we talk about? Can we talk about the name Babam for a second? I mean, it's Ba-bomb? like you're making fun of a kid with a stutter, and it feels wrong. So, th- to the movie. Yes. That cast is actually really good. But the thing is, so if you look at the cast of most of these movies, they're really good. They're good casts. Yeah, but that one has yeah. no business being as bad as it was. I, well, okay, Legos stand by, because I, really, I still really enjoyed Dennis it. Dennis Hopper is a phenomenal villain. Absolutely. In every movie he's ever been in. Agreed. It, it, this movie just should not have been the steaming pile of poop that it was. So here's my thing: if was. you make a, if you make a movie like it, it, just like well, just like Andy said, they're they're remaking. No, they're not remaking. Uh, oh my God! Please no. No, but could you imagine if they did remake the actual movie itself now with the CGI that they have? You just go animated. You just go animated. There's no reason well, to do a live action. But the thing is, is Super Mario Brothers had the TV show. They had all other video games. Yo, yes. which so was actually started a, that fucking TV show. I watched that shit. All day. Oh yeah, I was gonna say it was. A, I, was I was just about to say it was a fantastic TV show. It was fucking awesome. The, the thing is, we're in the era of the live action now, that's, so it's true. 
but that's, with the, that's true. But with the way CGI is right now, you'd be able to go ahead and get some really cool looking shit. Yeah, you, off I of a think, Mario I Brothers think movie. You, yeah, I think you could make it work. I mean, they're doing Sonic for Christ's sake. As long as you stay hooked on the and brothers, it looks, man, it but it matter. looks good. I have look. I've only seen. Have we I, seen anything? I haven't since, seen since they redid the teeth. I, I don't look. I no. <laughs> here's my that thing. motherfucker had grandma's dentures in. Like, Facts. Oh, shit, Facts. But but overall, the cast looked good. The movie the movie itself looked pretty solid. Jim, now, Jim Carrey is gonna say that movie. I love Jim Carrey as he's gonna say, he's gonna save that movie. Dude, as soon as I saw Jim Carrey, I cried. Yeah, robotic. I legit cried. I was so happy to because I haven't seen him in a movie and I don't know how long. But on top of that, seeing him play Robotnik was just like, I was like, oh my god, this is going to be amazing. I could only picture two people going ahead and playing Robotnik, and it would either be Jim Carrey right. or Robin Williams. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? The, I could absolutely The only see two to go ahead and give you that much comedy, but also at the same time, that much drama. And that much energy. I mean, yes. you're, you're the, right, exactly. So you're going to get the drama, the energy, and and the excitement, and, and just overall really good acting skill out of those two, and, and I agree. I don't see anybody else doing that role. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. Uh, question for you guys. Do you go Robotnik or do you go Eggman? I should say Eggman, but Robotnik for me. Definitely Robotnik. Yep. It's Robotnik. I, I, I think Eggman just feels stupid. It, like, <laughs> as soon as they shifted it, as soon as they shifted it, I was just like, this is, this is idiotic. Does anyone know where that came from? What, Eggman? Yeah. Are you going to throw some knowledge our way? Or you no, 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 no. I'm, oh, I'm actually oh, asking. Oh, come on, dude. I was wh- <laughs> Sorry. I was so excited. I was like, he's going to throw some knowledge my way. Sweet. I want some bar knowledge right oh, now, bro. Oh, Googer. <laughs> I fucking swallowed my tongue again. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Wes, why don't we? Uh, do we have anything? Any anything else you guys want to say about Super Mario or um, anything you want to touch on? Look, game so, game wise, I would easily say. You know I mean, game wise is a ten out of ten for me. Oh, hands down, oh, hands down. One of the best games of all time. But for movie, I could see the ca- like like Mike said, it was an amazing cast, and I think the cast is what's going to make this score. I would give it a six out of ten. Now. The reason is, is here's my cast thing. alone. The cast alone was an amazing cast. The story was fun, I guess you could say. If you're a kid, if you're a younger kid, eight, nine, ten, even eleven, and you're watching it, you're gonna enjoy the movie. Yeah, that thing didn't age well though. No, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. <laughs> but my thing is, if you have kids in in the realm of five to ten, and you enjoyed it enough that you could watch it again, I, by all means, I I would definitely watch it with my daughter, and I will. So I got the the Eggman answer. Oh, yeah, please. Very anticlimactic. Oh damn it! He was called Doctor Eggman in Japan. I feel like that happens all the time. With and Andy. over here, <laughs> he was called Doctor Ivo uh, Ivo Robotnik, I V O. Yep. Which is O V backwards. O V is egg in Latin. So that's how they came up with that. Huh. I'm super jazzed up now. Yeah. Actually, I'm more interested than you, than you would imagine. That was actually kind of cool. <laughs> All right, so the next one up is uh, myself. I got Resident Evil. So to go ahead and drop it into the game, the game came out first came out in 1996, uh, made by Capcom, and Capcom made games like Street Fighter, Mega Man, Devil May Cry, Monster Hunter. I mean, all those, just an incredible series of games all out. Um, one of the really really cool things about it is that since 1996, Resident Evil has made 22 games technically. Two of the two of it. Have wow. been remakes since 2002. Outside of Zelda, that's actually my favorite game franchise. Ant and I used to play the dog shit. Yeah, yeah. Now I have a thing with them because I actually liked them more when they were more true to what they started as zombies, mansions, that shit. Once they got to like, even they were f- though they were fun games, the ones that you and I used to play, Ant. 
they just got too action heavy. I don't it know, didn't man. See, Resident it didn't, Evil 6 was pretty solid. But what I'm saying is, it didn't feel like survival horror anymore because oh, yeah, you had true. so many guns, so much ammo. Yeah, you know, you I, did. I, I was like, take me back to the 15 locked doors, two keys, some and crows, like, and a fucking knife, and like one, <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> one, one shot for my weapon. I got, I gotta make my own herbs, heal myself. Yeah, right. Oh man. So the Good game stuff. has sold the the entire series has sold 91 million units worldwide. Oof. The series that, is, that includes all twenty two games, yes, though. The series. Yeah, it doesn't sound that, that that's that's not that much. Less impressive. Yeah, true. Super Mario, forty million, one game. No, I've one game. How many years does Mario have on that though? Don't matter. One game. I'm pretty sure that like they set the base of that real early. Oh yeah. So um, also it might be kind of a cop out because didn't it come with consoles? What? Like Super Mario Brothers? Like OG? Didn't it like come with the console? Now you're gonna make me look things up. <laughs> no, you don't have to look. Don't look. It up. It's gonna happen. It I came. With, it came with. Thing. Are you sure? Yeah, because because uh, mine came with Duck Hunt and uh, Mario Brothers. Mario Brothers or Super Mario Brothers? Now Mario Brothers is different than Super Mario Brothers. Mario Brothers was released in 1983. Super Mario Brothers was released in 1985. Uh, two completely different games. And in Japan, it released for, it released for Famicom, which is Family Computer Company. No, I'm talking. Like I'm talking that. straight NES. Well, I don't. I the NES. So, like I said, Mario Brothers and Super Mario Brothers are two different games. Mario Brothers was released in 1983. Super Mario Brothers was released in 1985 in the United States and in Japan, and 87 in Europe and Australia. Well, speaking of Japan, one of the really cool things about Resident Evil is the translation in Japanese. Oh, I think we talked about this before. Oh yeah, we did. It's Fuck so it. awesome. Biohazard. Yeah, and what do we get? Insane. Resident Evil. Oh, so exciting. Evil of Residence, as you once put it. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I do remember that. I remember that. That was definitely one of the highlights of that podcast. I think it's just you and me talking now. If you look at these two guys, they're like, I'm going to see. It's all right. Millennials are millennials, man. I'm going to fact check this motherfucker. (laughs) Mike's older than us, bro. Super Mario Brothers. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So which one were you saying? Was it Mario Brothers or Super Mario Brothers? I was saying, well, I was talking about Super Mario Brothers. It sold 40 40 million. So we're talking about the same game. Probably. You just dragged me straight out into the mud. No, I didn't. Beat me for a little bit, left me there, and then come on back. So look up Mario Brothers and see when it released. Yeah, I did. I did. That's the first one I went to. Mike, he came back. That's what matters. (laughs) He came back. Did he, though? I mean, I cried a lot. He Don't worry. He backed up the car. He came back to find you. Backed the car over me, man. Yeah, I ran him over twice and then threw him in the back seat. Well, because you couldn't find him at first, man. So the franchise basically started out with Resident Evil as a survival horror game to where you follow Chris Redfield and Jill Valentine, who are both elite task members of STARS, um, and as they investigate the disappearance of their team. And they end up, in a, um, end up in a mansion that is infested with zombies, and they try to explore and uncover the secrets of the mansion. That is Resident Evil, the first game, straight up. Good game. Incredible game. Re-released on, um, uh, remastered on, uh, on PlayStation. I don't, is it only on PlayStation? or I would have... Remember. It did initially only come out on PlayStation. And they did now also, just within the last year, they remade the second one as well. So it's now funny, you though. The first so two. here's my yeah. thing. It's just kinda it looks like, great, too. So it's kind of like the Cap... I guess it's like a Capcom theme, just to remaster and continuously remaster your games. Yeah, but at least with or Resident Evil, they made a fuck ton of games before yeah. they decided a, to remaster. A game of that true. caliber, though, people wanted that for a long time, myself hey, included. I'm not going to lie. I'm right there with yeah, you. Yeah, now I'm waiting for them to remake Nemesis, and we're good. Yes. Now, f- yeah. Did now you, when did it comes you talk about that? You're going to be talking... My a little man. bit. Now, when it comes down to, I mean, the, I mean, the games themselves. I mean, you have like you have seven major games. I mean, when it came down to Resident Evil, but then you also had like Veronica, Code Zero. I mean, Zero. I mean, you had, I mean, you had all the other little side tracks into which you end up with a bunch of different characters to go ahead and add into these, 
Andy just threw over the finger bang at West like, bro, you hit on you hit on that soft spot. Yeah, but you looked like you wanted to say something, <laughs> so I was gonna let you go first. Well, that, that's that all I wanted spot? to say. <laughs> uh, no. Wow. Yeah, no, that was actually that was actually my favorite in the whole series. I was gonna say Re- Resident Evil Code Veronica X. Yeah, uh, Dreamcast. That was the yes, shit. Yes, that was a good game. That, that game was, was really my shit, man. Actually, do you still have that game? Because I know you have your Dreamcast. Oh, of course. I was say course. I'm pretty sure. When um, I'm pretty sure you and I did a, when we did the retro day the one day. Yeah, we threw down on Shenmue for a little bit, and then he threw that, in and I was like, "Oh, nice, in yeah, the feels, baby." I have right to. Uh, I just I just put an order in on Amazon to get new HDMI cords and whatnot for for my Dreamcast because I lost. Get it, son. Nice man. Call me when get it that happens. Shit. All right, so I mean, you go ahead and so I mean that's the game. Yeah, I know I'm fucking up. So th- I mean that's that's the game all in one. You I mean go ahead, you deal with the mansion. You I mean you go through everything, you find the secrets, you go ahead and you try to, you I mean you try to get through everything. Probably one of the first times I remember being in a game and actually scared, like because it was it was like intense. Well, that and also the load screens. Yeah, they were a little oh, yeah. creepy. I always felt like, and this is probably from playing House of the Dead like a ton. Like I felt like it was gonna open the door and there's gonna be a dude right fucking there all the time, and it's like, well, I'm gonna have to shoot, but then they're like. Like, never was. I'm not going to lie. I've never really been scared with a video game until I played Until Dawn for the PS4. That game will, that game will do it to you. Because I think, I think, and actually, I that was one of the you games. That, I brought it over. You brought it over. It's a yeah. sh- It's not a very long campaign mm. as, as a game. No. So I'm pretty Genius sure game, that was actually one of the games that, if you're going to play it, I and I played it exactly this way, play it in the dark with your TV surround sound turned all the way up. Uh, dude, I shit you not because you got to take it into effect too. So, the speaker plays. I pissing my pants. The dude. speaker plays into effect in the game, um, and it's it's absolutely batshit crazy. Headphones. What? It's isolationist. You like put the put do it. Well, in the surround sound. That way you hear it. The only reason I the only reason I didn't do the only reason I didn't do that is because he was hanging out. It was like one of the games that you can literally sit there and watch somebody play. It's like a movie because of the cinematics in it and all that kind of stuff and the cast that they had to play uh, the actual characters in the game and all that kind of stuff was amazing, but. Holy shit, I'm pretty sure I pissed myself. And uh, there was a turd that poked out at one point. <laughs> to bring this back to the franchise. <laughs> Sorry, guys. The franchise that you're talking about. Uh, when he sa- when Mike said it was the first time he remembers being scared, did anyone else have the same feeling that I had where you remember playing Resident Evil, you go through one door, that leads you to three more doors you could go through. You pick one of those, it leads you to four more. You get to that one door that's locked, you're like, fucking thank God that this fucking door is locked. Well, it's funny. Like, you know what I mean? The one scene that no matter how many times I go past it, yeah, man, how many times I see it done, it still makes me jump. When you, you know I mean, when the first times you run through a corridor, you know I mean, you run through the hallway, run through the hallway, the cr- and the out crows? of nowhere, no, out of nowhere, dogs come jumping through the window. It oh, always yeah, do it. fucking gets me. They yeah, had they it. had good jump scares, like when you played Nemesis, and all of a sudden you're like, stars, fucking <laughs> Nemesis comes through the the crows and everything. But the first time I was ever actually scared in a video game, and it it makes sense here because you're talking about it, was Resident Evil Seven. In VR, the first full-length game they released well, in see, VR, that's, yeah, that's that was that so crazy. that was so fucking well done. That is still to this day. I obviously Zelda is my favorite franchise. There's games that have been great. That is my the the greatest gaming experience that I ever had. Being yeah, in there because it wasn't it wasn't cheesy. The graphics were phenomenal. The story was great. It felt like survival horror, and for absolutely. the most part, for a while, it felt like something that could. I'm not going to say actually happened, but <laughs> it was more like rather than being trapped in with zombies, you were basically like trapped in a house with a psycho family, yeah. which that shit happens in 
backwards of fucking all the time. Yeah, all the time. But Bro, that just come to my house later. You'll find out. That <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was probably the best gaming experience I ever had was Resident Evil Seven. So yeah. I highly recommend anyone with a VR check that out. Yeah, it was a good game. So after, I mean, after the first few Resident Evil games, they started going ahead and going more worldwide. Like Resident Evil Four was more of a, uh, I think it was a little more Bayou type feel to it. And then you had other ones that had like Africa. You know what I mean? It's oh man, I love four. Four was like Resident like Evil Four. Yes, and, and like we we actually won it off the radio. So oh shit! Like right before it came out, we like we got the copy, we put it in, and it was like, yo, this shit is first of all better than any GameCube game that I remember looking. It was just it was incredible. And then like I felt like the game was just so well done, and it was gory. Yeah, like, my, way more than I ever. thought. My top three games for GameCube are Resident Evil Four. Uh, Need for Speed, Most Wanted, yeah. and MUA Two. We were we were always running those timed things at your apartment in, uh, oh, yeah. in Resident Evil Four. I, I had a love hate relationship with that game because, like I said, aside from Zelda, with Resident Evil being my favorite, I was such a purist that, like, at first I was like, "Well, getting Resident out of the mansion, Resident Evil, just like up and decided to like go to Mexico." But but getting the away game, from Raccoon City. But Mike's right; the game was so well done, and they added so many things that were cool, like upgrading your weapons and. And, and I mean, even I mean, even the T virus were going ahead and doing its thing with. I mean, I mean, now you had the dudes with the really long necks and like the spear thing to whip at you and shit and, like and that. In that game was the first time I was ever scared of one one of the quote unquote baddies. But yeah, the if you remember the dude that had the paper bag on his head and the chainsaw, Yo. that dude scared <sighs> the shit out of Fuck me. Scared the shit out of me. Oh my god! All right, so next thing I'm gonna jump into is the players. All right, so. The first Resident Evil game, you deal with two players. You deal with Chris Redfield and uh, and and Jill Valentine. Right. All right. And uh, when it comes down to like the other games from first Resident Evil to seven, you have about seven, eight players. I mean, throughout all of them. Right. That's not too bad. Do they? So, I've played Resident Evil games here and there. Uh, not obviously as religiously as Scoob or maybe even even Mike or you yourself, but here my question is: Do do those names basically stay the same throughout the series? It sounds like it does because you said it sounds like there's there's maybe like seven to nine characters in total that they stick with. Yeah, there are. So um, Chris Redfield is in Resident Evil One and Five. Okay. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, Rebecca Chambers, which is, I mean, this is the first time you hear her name. She's in Resident Evil Zero. Okay. Claire Redfield, which is Chris's sister. Right. And, and, uh, Leon. The first time you meet Leon Kennedy. I remember I mean? Leon. That's Resident Evil 2. Right. Is and he, he's also, is he also in 6 and 4? And 4. Yeah. Yeah, so he's in 2, 6, and 4. Okay. So, yeah, because that's where I, I remember hearing Leon's name more so now than I am going, else's, except Now I am Chris. going chronologically. Just okay. So no, 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 no. Absolutely. So you have, uh, I mean, Jill. Jill Valentine is also in Resident Evil Three. She's, I mean, she's the main person in Nemesis. Right. Um, you have uh, Claire Redfield again. Okay. She's in uh, Code Veronica. Leon is your main guy. Leon Kennedy is in Resident Evil Four. You get Chris Redfield come back in Resident Evil Five, and then in Resident Evil Six, you actually get a four per. You know I mean, you go ahead and get four people. So you get Leon Kennedy, Chris Redfield, and new characters named Ada Wong and Jake Mueller. Yeah, because I remember I remember Chris and Leon both being in the sixth game. I I I really really enjoyed Resident Evil Six. Like I thought it was a lot of fun. I really did. And then um, in Resident Evil Seven, Biohazard, which kind of sounds weird because you're talking about if you, if you read it in Japanese, it's Biohazard Seven Biohazard. Yep. It's kind of strange. But uh, you have a new character named Ethan Winters. Okay. So 
like I said before, man, this entire franchise game-wise has made 91, they've sold 91 million units, which oh, from 1996 till now, yes, it doesn't hit the numbers that Super Mario does. I know. But didn't some of that include like um, like packages? Like you do like one through three or whatever? I mean, or or is that is that all individual? Well, look, I'm not expecting to know that, but like I said, within <laughs> within the 22 games that have come out since 1996, they they had to have had packages of I mean of of stuff like that. Well, I, I mean, wonder, you know what? I wonder if those numbers are like different though. I wonder if the overall units sold is per game per single game, and then maybe they have a different number of unit for possibly the packages that were bought. Possibly. So possibly. so maybe that's something we could look up in the. Look, I could easily throw that into the next podcast to go ahead and kind of uh, retcon. Let me, me, let me see what I can find while you're talking, and, okay. and I'll jump in when I do. So now we're talking about the movies. So the total movie budget of these five five movies, these, the total movie budget was about $440 million. They've made $1.9 billion. Not surprising. Now, once again, it's not— They were fun. Fun they movies were. to watch. It's not—I mean, it's not like Avengers MCU level type shit. But all in all, really fun movies to watch, and— I mean, like Andy said before, I mean, none of these have got critical acclaim. Rotten Tomatoes basically throws everything at at least 40-50% or no. under. Yeah. So the movies that came out were Resident Evil, Resident Evil Apocalypse, Resident Evil Extinction, Resident Evil Afterlife, Resident Evil Retribution, and Resident Evil The Final Chapter. And all these movies are based around one character, Alice. Now, the weird thing about it is that you... Kn She's not in any of the games. That's exactly what I was about to say. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. So you don't deal with anybody named Alice in any of the Resident Evil games at all. But yet she is the she's the main antagonist. Um, protagonist. Protagonist. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm fucking horrible with that shit. Sorry. <clears throat> so she's the main protagonist in all of these, I mean, all of these movies. And uh, the, all the movies revolve around Alice, who's uh, Mila Jovovich. Jovovich? I think jo it's Jovovich? 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 I th I'm Mike's right. It's Jovovich. Jovovich? All right. And uh, soft J or not. <laughs> I never know. <laughs> so in the first movie, um, they start in a mansion that harbors a, uh, a secret genetic facility underneath it called the Hive. Uh, uh, not the Mike Scott Hive. <laughs> Once again, we are Philadelphia-based. <laughs> That's true. <Yeah. laughs> but down there, they went ahead, they, they created a virus called the T-Virus. And not really sure what the T-Virus did at the point, I mean, that they created it, but they soon find out. So the T-Virus got ex exposed to air, which caused the Red Queen, which is an AI that controls the hive, to seal all entrances, entrances and exits and kill everybody in the hive. Now, what it did, what the T-Virus did was go ahead and reanimate everyone into these zombies and all of the things that aren't human like dogs and everything else turn into mutant creatures i mean the dogs turn into like i mean they have like their skin coming off of them and, i mean they're basically dog muscle yeah highly aggressive dog and they, meat yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes thank you yeah dog meat essentially and then um you also deal with things called liquors now liquors are these <laughs> Liquors are these things I that he was talking about me for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I mean, that's accurate. You calling my name? <laughs> right here. Easy, Miss Daisy. So liquors are these really gnarly looking things that have these huge claws. They walk around on all fours. 
uh, basically their brains are exposed. Yep. And they have these nasty looking teeth and these really, really long spiky tongue. They're badass, and I'd love to have one as a pet. They call each other Lick Us. You've got to make sure that you say it right. I remember that. So the Lickers. <laughs> all right, so when the <laughs> when the Red Queen went ahead and dropped the nerve agent to go ahead and kill everything in the hive, Mila Jovovich's character, Alice, was above the hive in the mansion, and she went ahead and just got knocked out, lost her memories. I mean, doesn't remember anything about what she was there to begin with. Because she, she was a Raccoon City spec op uh, you mean security guard. Right. Yeah, I mean, for the hive. So they had a stars unit come in to go in and infiltrate the hive and get it all back running again. I would say hilarity ensued, but that's not really what happened. Hijinks. Hijinks. There you go. Thank you. We we got hijinks on, on the twist cast. <laughs> so they went ahead and, I mean, they went down into the hive and basically everybody died. Everybody died except for two characters, Alice and another guy and a guy named Matt. And Matt ended up being he, he ended up getting scratched by one of the liquors. Yep. And at the end of the first movie, he is the one that gets turned into Nemesis. Nemesis. Yep. <coughs> yeah. And from there, Pretty you cool. just deal with a whole bunch of shit with these fucking movies. Like, yeah, I mean, the so me personally, I guess the first like couple kind of stayed in sequence. And it seems like they kind of just went <laughs> off. Off the rails a little bit. Yeah, I think I stopped watching right around the time that they added Allie Larder to the. Okay, to so the you're films. talking three. Yeah, yeah. So I was I was in, and then I was like, See, I watched it because I love Allie Larder. I love Allie Larder too, and it, and it had nothing to do with her. I was like kind of out on the franchise. Okay, so the second movie, which was called um, Apocalypse, was based in Raccoon City. It was after the T virus went ahead and got you know I mean it got into Raccoon City, and then you had everybody turning. Um, so, uh, st- uh, uh, Umbrella Corp, who is the main ones that went ahead and created, uh, the T-virus and everything else. I mean, they were went ahead, they, they, uh, quarantined the city. So the main thing that was going on with, with the Umbrella Corps was that they wanted to go ahead and sanitize the city, which essentially means dropping a nuclear bomb. Fucking assholes. Right? You go ahead, you Cover first, up. <laughs> you, you first meet Jill Valentine. You meet her, um, her partner, whose name is Peyton Wells, who, look. You don't get to know him long. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, you go ahead. You got this uh, Dr. Charles Ashford who watches everybody from the com- from the cameras in the city. He yep. he needs to get his daughter out. His daughter his daughter has the antivirus right. to the T virus in her blood, and also the daughter is also the uh, the holographic version of what you would expect for the Red Queen. Yeah, she's right. the, she's the model. Yep. Uh-oh. There you go. See, my thing is, is with this, with these movies, I really wish they would have incorporated just a little bit more of the the characters from the video games. I actually wish they would have incorporated a little more story from the video games. That too. Because I mean, too, the first absolutely. One, the first, the one, first one was basically the only the only thing that had it. With the first one, the second one, the first one with the mansion, the second one with Raccoon City. After that, everything was basically no holds bar. Yeah, it's kind of like the new Fast and Furious franchise. The first, <laughs> the first, first two movies, first movie, sorry, first movie was, was great. about racing, and then everything yeah, rem- else is about <laughs> action stars. And, and, I, and remember, and this started about street racing, and now we're now we're submarines Superman. and flying out of like jumping out of buildings and jumping on top of black Superman. Well, we ripped that last night. Jumping on top of black. Superman. No, no. So I'm pretty sure I saw like a thing where the rock jumps out of a building and ends up like landing on the top of him and he's smashing through glass. And I'm like, what the fuck happened to racing cars? I don't know. I'm yeah, it's losing interest now. in the movies. So 
I mean, you go through a whole bunch of different aspects with the movies, because, I mean, Alice eventually starts picking up these telekinetic powers. Yeah, <laughs> shit's got to stop. And it, it, just, it just ran off the rails. And then exactly. There, and then there are clones, and she gets her clones to go ahead and work with her, to go ahead and try to find Umbrella Corps, to try to go ahead and destroy the corporation. They should have stopped after two. Look, man, I've, I agree. I've watched six out of seven movies. I own the I own the seventh movie upstairs. You might as well fucking send it, bro, and watch the seventh. You can go seven for seven on how shit they are. And I will. And then when I come Sorry. down here next time and talk about it, I will tell everybody <laughs> like, how horrible I it is. I wasted an hour, uh, unless it's like a two-hour fucking ending of a movie, and you're like, I wasted two hours of my life watching that. I could have done something else. Right. Now, when it comes down to the first movie, like, dude, they had a great cast. No, first movie I enjoyed. Second <coughs> movie, still enjoyed. Third movie, fuck out of here. I'm done wasting my time and money. <laughs> I mean, the first movie actually kind of incorporated some of those horror elements yep, from, from the games, and, and it was actually really kind of fun. It was paced uh, well, uh, <laughs> and then Lord only knows what happened. After exactly. Like, I, I don't <laughs> so other than um, Mila... Mila, just keep it a yeah. Mila. Yeah, so Don't other than Mila it. to go ahead and uh, talk about the cast, you had Michelle Rodriguez, who... Oh, she was in that movie. Yeah, she, oh, was. she was. in the first one. Love her. Yeah, of course. <coughs> uh, and honestly, when it comes down to the people that everybody would know... And then she got in the Fast and Furious and it was it. over. Well... I mean, James I Purefoy was I another one. Her, guy man. named Spence, who was the... I mean, who was supposed to be partnered with uh, Alice, and then he ended up being the one... That sold the secrets and everything else, and, and started everything that happened in the hive. But I'm um, like, By literally, way, you have. I think she started in Fast and Furious, and then went over, and then went back. I don't know. I still. I love mean, this her. movie did I come fell out in love with her. The second I saw her Fast and Furious, I was like, Oh, I love that. Oh woman. my god, she's, yeah, she's the best. Amazing, and, and she's then a great in Avatar, actor. and absolutely, yes. <laughs> we went off the rails again. I- insanely, so worth it. So here we go. Game game franchise themselves. I would go ahead and easily give an A. Yeah. They've done a Fair. great job with them. And, I mean, even when they went away from Raccoon City, they brought in enough new elements to go ahead and make it still fun. Well, if you think about it, you kill all the zombies in Raccoon City, what what the fuck else can you do? Cause, True. Cause, Create well, a new I'll game j- franchise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, no, I mean, that's, that's what you... Raccoon City Racers. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, that's like everything else. Mario Kart was like, I'm pretty sure, like one of the first ones. And then they did like uh, Crash Bandicoot Racing, Sonic Racing, and like. And now you have Sonic vs. Mario Olympics. Okay. uh, (laughs) I've never played one of them, but I'm pretty sure those games look pretty neat. I'd like to at least attempt it. They do have one for 2020. Oh, boy. Most gory crashes ever. (laughs) Oh, my God. Sign, sign me up. Now, when you talk about what the game franchise is compared to movie franchise when, with uh, with likenesses, yeah, you're no. basically talking. I'd say maybe a D plus. You know what I mean? Just just oh, because absolutely. just because like you have, I mean, the first movie matched the first game slightly, slightly, slightly. It's Raccoon City. It's a mansion. That's it. Yeah, and, I think if, and I think yeah. what you could take away from this podcast is that literally Mortal Kombat was. Probably the only one, the that, truest. That yeah, followed closest suit. Um, you know, there's there's a there's a there's a large a large amount of games. I don't. Did you bring this up in the beginning of the podcast? There's a large amount of games that we didn't even talk about. Oh my god, yeah, like yeah, yeah. like Tomb Raider and all that kind of stuff. There's a ton. There's there's so and many. None of them. Yeah. None of them. None Good of them cast? touch on. None no. of them touch on 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 what the actual content of exactly. I mean, like, like good cast and it seems like so. It seems like even with all the movies, 
you know, the cast that they that they get for them, they're they're really hoping that man, this is going to be a good movie and it's going to take off. And so they start off with a great cast, and then it kind of just flops and well, blocks I mean, off. A good cast without a great director and a solid writing team. That's true. That is true. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, look, you were saying it before. You do not want to talk about the Dragon Ball movie. No, at fuck all. that. I don't consider that a video game movie. No, I mean, because look, it was actually it was actually a manga, and then went to an anime, and then went to video games, and then went to. Dude, Tekken is the same way. The Tekken movie, there I was Tekken. wait. There yes, was there movie? was. Yeah. Yes, oh, there was. I'll show you how much I know. And look, not interested. I I actually enjoyed it, but that's only because of my pure love for the Tekken series. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. Like the only reason I kept PlayStations for as long as I did was because of Tekken. I didn't care that's about true. anything else. That's true. I remember you saying that. But uh, yeah, man, like D plus at its best. Yeah, easily. All right, so that is all we have when it comes down to the games that have spawned movies. Look, we tried our best with it. What it basically came down to is that none of these games have spawned good movies. Nope, not yet. <clears throat> not yet. Not yet. Maybe you'll see something Look, that comes out and yo, catches your eye and you love maybe it. Maybe Sonic might do it, man. You never know. You it's never not know. It's not going to. <laughs> Look, Grandma teeth. <laughs> well, they're fixing that. Yeah. They're fixing that. Just fucking just leave them in. Yeah, but the thing is, is I don't think it's going to do it. It's going to be a good movie. It's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fun for kids, I think. But for the older generation like us three sitting in this room, I don't think it's really going to captivate us that much, okay. unfortunately. So we're going to go ahead and jump into one of the one of the things I enjoy talking about, which is what are we playing? What are we playing? Yeah, so Anthony, I'm what are still, you playing? Right now, I am still grinding away right now at uh the, the Division 2. Nice. Um, again, that falls mm. again that falls back into like seriously one of the best pickups I've had this year so th- thus far for twenty dollars. Damn it! I wish you had it on that. I I don't because I I'd, I'd be gladly running that with you. Yeah, I don't. But it's cool. I'm I'm grinding away right now. I just got done finding all the shade tech, uh, that was that's in the open world. Not that you can actually receive through uh side missions or main missions. Um, right now my guy's level twenty six. I'm stacked at like. 75% of the items I'm carrying are, are gold. Nice. So, oh, yeah. awesome. Dude, I am I am chunking I am chunking baddies away like like <laughs> left and right. I'm loving it. Um what's your favorite primary? Uh sniper rifle. Mm, sniper nice. rifle of any kind. Uh secondary is a is always going to be an LMG or an assault rifle, but I 90% of the time 90% of the time I'm running around with a sniper rifle so I've got something so I can sit back far and Wes can attest to it every game we've always been if we run deep i'm always a sniper anyway yep don't blame you um, i think my, my favorite loadout right now is my secondary is actually the sniper and my primary is the, <laughs> the single shot rifle because okay. i because i love being able to just pick and pop and like it fires as fast as i pull the trigger yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely um for me though it's always having that long range weapon and that up close uh up close weapons that you can get in close in combat Take out the guys and continue on. So I got the LMG and then my what would be sidearm is uh, the double barrel. Ooh, yeah. I, that's that's actually my sidearm right now too. Yeah, yeah, it's freaking. I amazing. think I picked one up in my last mission. I just haven't went ahead and um, equipped it yet. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, again, I definitely want to play it tonight though. I'm, but yeah, I think it sounds like we're probably all going to throw down on the same game tonight. Uh, just on Doubtful. different systems. Uh, okay, Wes, Andy, and I will be throwing down tonight. <laughs> just on different systems. Just on different systems. Yeah. So that that's all I'm into right now. I mean, I've been playing games on my phone and whatnot like that. I think uh, we'll talk, we should actually talk about that sooner or later. 
on one of the podcasts. Yeah, we'll jump into the mobile aspect of. I, th- I think we should games. because, in all reality, this, this it is, is it is becoming the future. It's becoming the future. You're always going to have your phone on you, and it sooner or later is is some of the phones years down the road are going to be able to compete with consoles. I think. Um, so hopefully, maybe we'll touch base on that one of these days about, you know, where we're going with mobile gaming too. That's true. All right, so Mike. As being the guest on the podcast, Hi. what are you currently playing? Uh, which console? Mm. Mm. Give me everything you got. There you go. All right. So on PlayStation 4, I actually – so I'm not a huge PlayStation guy. Never have been. Probably never will be. Uh, <laughs> uh, I Look, I, that's a podcast for another time when we go ahead and discuss that. So <laughs> yeah. I, I initially bought it for Spider-Man, and then I was like, well, well I got it. I might as well play a bunch of the exclusives here. Uh, so Was it worth it, though? Just <laughs> I don't like that answer. <laughs> Damn it. No, Did you no. play God of War? Not yet. Okay, I haven't so, either. So God of War is actually in my drawer right now nice. with, with uh, all my games. So I, I've just been stockpiling exclusives, either digitally or physically. Awesome. Um, I'm I like that. Curr- I'm currently working my way through the Uncharted series. Um, partway Great. Through the, partway through the first game, I've actually eclipsed you on some of the stats there, Ant. Oh, you will. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Headshots, explosions. Like I'm just like, yeah, yeah. you will. Yeah, I saw, my, I saw my name move past you on the leaderboards. I was like, mm-hmm, take that. I know what I'm doing <laughs> during uh, my hiatus. <laughs> right? That's true. And then on Xbox, I'm working my way through the DLC for Borderlands 2, the free one that dropped. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I love that game. And th- when I'm not doing that, I'm in division with the uh, with the boys. Very awesome. Yeah. So when it comes down to what I'm playing, I'm on all systems. I have a Switch. I have a PS4. I have an Xbox One. Xbox One. I am currently playing Division Two. You know, what I mean, I'm went ahead. And I'm running through it with uh, with Mike and the boys, as we currently call Javier and Dan. Uh, we go ahead. We're basically running through main missions. Even though I actually want to go ahead and talk with those guys to start doing more of the side shit. Oh, I w- I'm doing the side <coughs> shit. I'm like, oh, just let me know. I want to be OP. Yeah. I want to. I want to be like these guys. I want to yes, be OP yeah. as fuck. So yes. seriously, yeah. So like the thing is, is the main missions. Uh, so up until last night, I did one main mission by myself. Like like I said in previous podcasts, we always run through the main mission and most of the side missions together. Into which Andy chastised you before he left. Yeah, whatever. He'll get over it. Um. <laughs> so I, I'm literally three main missions in on the campaign. Campaign. <laughs> I love it. So everything else is done. All and you're a level what? I'm a level 26 right now. All con- all control points are done, and I did I did complete all side missions up until I think the other mission that I just but did. But some last only time. unlock after you right like progress so the story. All so. the side missions that I have completed are are done up until the third mission that I just completed. Okay, because I just okay. unlocked more side missions and like fuck, I thought I did them all, but I didn't. Obviously, no, not <laughs> but, uh, close. I'm literally sitting at 90 percent right now on liberation of New York. Uh, sorry, not New York. New York. Yeah, of uh, Washington, D.C., yeah. yeah. So I'm sitting at 90% right now on Liberation altogether. Tight. Yeah. Shit. All right, so another one that I'm playing, uh, when it comes down to Xbox One, that I'm playing is uh, I am jumping into the Borderlands 2 DLC. I haven't gotten too far into it. I've only gotten maybe three, four missions in. I need to go ahead and continue with it. Yeah, same it's thing for me. I have it on the PS4, and that's <coughs> all I did. I did, like, the first two, three, and I was like, this is awesome. There's so much then that I we do, Then I got Division 2, and I picked up... Uh, um, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance three and uh, that's that's it. Yeah, Game over. Yeah, man. Like we try our best to go ahead and hit all the content it's we can, tough. but there are so many games so that we want to go ahead and continue playing. I need yeah, to quit my job, <laughs> right? But I'm not going to. Oh my god, I wish I could right now. I would <laughs> so PlayStation four, no. uh, I'm 
hell am I fucking with actually with PlayStation Four? Uh, still mess around with Spider Man a little bit from time to time. Yo, I gotta just finish it. Just finish it. That's another game I, I gotta to. get done. I got all the DLCs for it. I got all the shit because I'm pretty sure you got the three. You yeah, you get the three of them for free. The three of what? It's uh oh well, I bought the whatever. Oh, see, I borrowed it off my boy Hav. So yeah, there's there's the three city campaigns that you can play, which has to do with holy shit. Who yeah, has to do with uh, Black Cat. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I haven't. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I do. Re- yeah, I do remember hearing about that. Yeah, you you get them for free when you buy the whatever the seventy nine dollar one was, and I got that on sale too because I'm a fucking cheap bastard when it comes to buying <laughs> games. Smart. So, Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And it's sad that Andy isn't currently sitting here because, like, with the Switch, I'm playing Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild still. Yeah. I got all the Divine Beasts. We, I just completed going ahead and doing the one island that is strips you of everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. is that the one we? That's one I was just watching you do. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's some that's some cool shit. It strips you of absolutely everything, and you are down to bare bones. Nothing. Literally. You got naked Link. No, yes. you got well, no, Loin you got cloth. your skivs. You got your skivs. loincloth Link. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> loincloth Link. I like it. <laughs> there you go. Get that trending, y'all. Hashtag loincloth Link. Please. That or yeah, yeah. Get it back to Nintendo. Yeah, that and then hashtag crew members. That way we see it too. Croupies. Yeah, groupies, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Love you, Alex. Yeah. So uh, another thing I'm playing on, uh, on on the Switch is Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Yep. I'm still running through that. I've gotten to Wakanda. Oh, I wow. have... you're stupid far ahead. Oh, yeah, dude. Yo, yo, you end up facing MODOK. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you end up facing MODOK. You you get the Winter Soldier as, as an ally to go ahead and use. As, as a playable character. Yes. Sorry. Dude, the, the uh, game. Um, that's awesome. The amount of characters that it brings in for you to go ahead and be able Mike to play like with. Mike like he wants to say something so bad, but he's just staying. Uh, yeah, so he's no, waiting. I'm, I'm waiting for him to finish his thought. <laughs> nah, dude, Are it, you waiting to finish? Just... <laughs> 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 nah, dude, I, oh, I am shit. having so much fun with the game. Yeah, it's it's definitely a solid and, game. Uh, yeah, right now with that, I mean, I'm, I'm currently in Wakanda trying to go ahead and fight my way through to go ahead and get the Soul Stone. That, that is my current mission. Got it. Got it. Thanks, but, uh, for, thanks for ruining so, it for me. So, Modoc. Oh, just um, if, play it and shut up. Just Google the name Modoc and find out what it stands for. M O D O K. Worth it. <laughs> Stand by, folks. I'm gonna Google it. You all keep talking. Oh, you don't know? No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna find out. Know. The actual. The actual acronym. Yeah. Yeah, I do. They actually said it in the game. It's. It's so stupid. It is. It is insanely stupid. <laughs> Absolutely insanely stupid. But uh, another thing I'm doing besides um, playing Breath of the Wild and playing uh, MUA3 on the Switch is I'm also jumping into the NES, <laughs> the NES Online, and going ahead and playing Super Mario Brothers 3. Nice. Because I absolutely love game. it. One of the greatest games of all time. It is one of the things I do to go ahead and kind of wind down. I love Anthony's face right now. I love it too. Mental, mobile, mechanized organism designed only for killing. <laughs> yes. That's Modoc. <laughs> what a fucking douche. Anthony's got like resting bitch face like a motherfucker right now. Facts. It does. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> it, is, it is, but that's what makes it so great because it's the so point stupid. Of Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the only reason why. Just that one. Sorry. All right. So I mean that's I mean that's all it is for me for you know, for playing. I mean all these systems. Got any news for us there, Wes? I'm trying to go ahead and look up anything. I really don't see all that much right now. So you have no news. I have no news. All right. Well, then, folks, it's that time again to connect with CGC. Check us out 
on Facebook at Console Gaming Crew, our Twitter handle at Console Crew. Check us out on Instagram as well, Console Gaming Crew. We have our YouTube and we also have our own website, which is consolegamingcrew.com. Yeah, boy. If you have anything that you want to send over to us, again, like I always say, feedback is awesome. Whatever we can do to make our podcast better, whatever kind of things you'd like to hear from us, reach out, let us know. Um, we are also working on getting a Twitch going soon, so you're going to be able to check us out while we're playing our games. Um, aside from that, check us out. Like we always say, reach out. Uh, it's consolegamingcrew at gmail.com. And uh, that's all I got. All right, so Mike, you want to go ahead and give everything for Twisted? Absolutely. Uh, so most uh, first and foremost, um, the twistedcave.com. Yeah, that's our website. Ton of stuff on there. Um, I, I'm actually probably gonna leave here. I gotta do some stuff running around with the wife, and then I'm gonna do this week in DC uh, and get that up ready to go. Um, all our social stuff is all the same at the Twisted Cape. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, just like all that stuff at the Twisted Cape. Um, and check out the Twistcast uh, on Apple. Uh, Google you can podcast. find them everywhere you find a- a- us. Anyway, yeah. yeah, we're all in the same platforms together, which uh, is awesome. I think we might be on a few more. Humble brag, um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, get it, get it out there. You'll you'll find you'll find it. <laughs> you'll find it. All right, yo, Mike, dude, it has been a blast, dude. Thank you so much it's for been jumping a pleasure. on the podcast. It's been awesome. Love having you here. You better come back. Love you guys, of course. Love no, you too, brother. Not, not a problem. And all right. uh, as always, game on. Game on. Game on.